0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Hey, You came from Jersey? Yeah. Are you leaving tonight? I might go and chill. I'm actually, when I leave here, I'm going to go to my man. He live in North Philly. I think it's North Philly. The shit is called like Kunshakishin or Conchockishin or some shit like that. Uh, what the Yeah, fun, I don't know. It's some shit out there. So I'm going to go chill with him and then back to Jersey. Back to Damn,
1: Jersey. yeah. I came from Mass for this shit. Yeah. It's funny. You were saying before the podcast I wanted to talk about it about you were like yeah, shit's really happening quick, but it's like, not really, because the grind happens, like, a while.
0: Yeah, but it's just now, I I got the feeling, like, as soon as it hit, it started hitting, and everything just, it wasn't gradual no more. Like, everything just started moving fast, you feel me? How long was it gradual? I've been spitting, bro, since, first of all, I started rapping, like, 96, when I first left Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. And I moved to Jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah. With my, um, with my pops and shit, for the time being, um, I started rapping and then I took it more seriously around, you know, 16, 17 and then that was a fucking grind because I had to go to showcases back in New York, Jersey, and it finally started paying off. Like I what I'm I'm 36 right now, so I'm gonna say like 2 years once I dropped the Iron Mike shit, that was it like It just started, everything went fast for me. So that's why now it feels like everything is just going fast. I'm going from Chelsea Music Hall. Well, this year more particularly because I'm going from Chelsea Music Hall, the crate diggers that we in right now, to next week. So, I mean, in August, supply and demand three. So it's moving, bro.
1: But that's, you said you're 36 now, and you were mm-hmm. saying, like, 16 going to showcases exactly, and shit. Exactly, bro. That's, like, well, that's 20 years to be, like, an overnight six, Exactly, you know? It's not
0: easy. Like, it was times when I was like, man, this shit is not going to happen for me. The music started switching up. You know, it wasn't the same. By the time that I really started getting my feet wet, the music switched up. There was the Lil' Johns and the, uh, the ATL Stompers and shit like that. So I was like, damn, bro, like... My chances to do it is is getting limited. But then out of nowhere, the Rock Marcianos, the Marshbergs dropped, and then the West Side Guns, the Sky Zoos, like you started seeing them more. And then I was like, yo, we can still we still got time in this shit. So I kept my mic and my I mean my pen going in. Were we you hit. really
1: close to giving up or did you know that you were gonna keep I mean, going? I was still
0: I was gonna be in a situation where I was gonna still, you know, rap and do my shit on the side, but I wasn't really chasing rap like that like my whole thing was you know at that time I wanted to be a knucklehead and do all the knuckleheaded shit and I was getting money so I was like man this rap shit ain't working but then like I said like rock was the real motivation he had a record on um on the Mossberg album called Raw Deal and that shit right there was like yo niggas still rapping like this like this is crazy so it just built that motivation up back for me and The rest is history. We here now. You feel me? Yeah. So rocking on Sam Buck show. (laughs) I know people gonna like. Oh, you did the Sam Buck show? Yeah, they got the Sam Buck show. Bro, that's crazy as
1: hell to me for me to hear too. Like you know, it's you're when you're in the eye of the storm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess it's different. Like, do you feel like you're in the eye of the storm, or do you get to enjoy your successes?
0: Ah, that's a good question. Um. I'm kind of enjoying it right now because at this moment, like, I'm st- I'm starting to get the notoriety, you know, and people are looking like, yo, he's somebody, he's a force to watch out for. So, it's kind of one and the same, like, you know, the eye of the storm, yeah. I don't know, bro, like, for me, I don't know how to explain this. I like the, f- I, I, I won't mind the fame, but I'm so laid back that, you know, if I can wait, find a way to feed my family without being all in the spotlight, that would be cool, but at the same time, you know, it comes with it. So I'm accepting. I'm accepting of it. So I guess it's one and the same. I, I don't know. It's like you'd like to be behind the scenes. Yeah, like if for me, you know, who Lil Bibby is. Yeah. From, and yeah. then he, he, he was rapping first, and then he went and became a. Didn't he find Juice uh, World or something? Yeah, shit? like and then, just having a touchdown. Not that that's head. even the same, like, yeah, but then he just
1: stepped back. Exactly, you know?
0: fell back because, uh, you know, just the bullshit that was going on and the bullshit that you got to deal with. It's a lot of bullshit. If y'all listening, it'd be a lot of bullshit behind the scenes, you feel me? Like, I didn't even make real money yet, but, you know, cats see me on. You know, Sam Buck's show, they see me performing and they thinking that, you know, you know, I'm doing something big or I'm doing, I got way more money than I actually do. And then you got, you know, you deal with disloyalty and things of that nature that I didn't really deal with before the rap shit really, you know, took, That's, took off. That
1: is real shit, though, because they think like, I don't know, like every, every dollar I get goes back into like trying exactly. to be the next. Exactly. Like. Exactly. It's like when you start a business. What do they say? You're not going to make money off of it for the first time, but like you still have to keep just having blind faith.
0: Mm -hmm. Like the the one thing that. What was the
1: intro to your uh, your set today about Josiah? The name it was um, about the pen is the power joint. Yeah, from Mm. God
0: uh, in the what in the Bible, Josiah means. Yeah, that's Josiah is a king in the Bible. He was one of the actually righteous kings, as as I've heard. Shout out to Jamil, honesty. I'm not sure if you are too familiar with him. I already knew kind of what my name meant, but he really broke it down to me one day, and was like, "Yeah, Josiah is a king that treated the people right." And um was worshipped by them because at every, time he could, he, he treated people right. So it kind of, I was like, dad, my mom is like, she had an epiphany or something and just gave me the right name. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Because I,
1: I add, the reason I say that to interject into the conversation is because to keep going 20 years, whatever it is, you have to have like a blind faith that it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely. like, no matter what religious, spiritual, like it doesn't, you can take, you can strip that away mm-hmm. from it, but it is like, you have to have a blind faith that what you're doing is I definitely
0: up. had it because I've had people like, yo, there was, when I first started, right, I had a whole audience of people like, you know, you're going to make it, you're going to make it. And then as the years went on and it wasn't there yet, you see that audience starts to, you know, decrease. So... I had to believe in me more than anybody else. Like and yeah. at that point I was like, yo, I gotta keep after I had that, you know, that little that little thought that I was gonna fall back and the Rock Marcy situation happened, I was like, yo, I just gotta keep going, bro. Eventually they gonna hear me because anybody that hear me be like, yo, you nice. Why so, don't you
1: think you made it back then?
0: I don't maybe I wasn't maybe I wasn't grinding as hard as I was supposed to be grinding. Um maybe the, you know, the culture was just shifting into a new arena of as far as you know it went from the boom bap to the crunk so maybe you know that played a part i'm not sure but i'm gonna say maybe i didn't grind because there was a couple opportunities that i had that i didn't really take really seriously that could have definitely catapulted my career but maybe that's what it was you feel me do you uh, are there anything you can talk about like oh man <laughs> well there was one time. Let me drink get a little course. swig of my water real quick.
1: Yo, this beer tastes. <clears throat> this beer tastes like an oatmeal raisin cookie. It's weird as hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, um, there was one time I rocked the showcase, right? And listen for the fans. When y'all see Sky Zoo, you can ask them like, "This is not made up." I'm not, I'm sure if he sees this, he's gonna be like, "Oh shit, you still remember that?" But. I rocked the showcase, man. Like I tore that shit to shreds. Sky got on the stage and he was like, yo, shout out to the And mind you, everybody that was in that spot was, you know, doing the Shorty low impressions and the young Jeezy impressions. And I came on some hip-hop shit like. Open up for Sky Zoo? No, nah, I wasn't opening it. We, he was just at a showcase. Oh, he, he was part of the showcase. Nah, he oh. wasn't, he wasn't actually like, he was already known. I think he had the uh the, I think the, the album was called, the mixtape was called Cloud Nine. Pardon me if I fucked it up, but um, he had that joint out. So he was kind of known in the city. Mm-hmm. So um, he had, he was like one of the, I guess they had uh, showcase performances and their main um, performances. I think it was him, Mike Geronimo, and a couple other cats in there. But he got on stage. He's like, yo, I just want to say shout out to the real hip hop. And he was like, shout out to, my, at that time I was going by the name Joe Black. So he's like, shout out to Joe Black, like pointing me out in the crowd. I'm like, oh shit, like this is fucking crazy. But long story short, there was and ARs for a certain label. I'm not gonna say no names, but their last word is boy in their in their label name. All right, you go, you run around with that and you figure it out. But um, they was out there and I had won to showcase. And um, they was like, yeah, bro, you kind of nice. They even caught what I was doing. So they was like, yo, we gotta uh. The grand prize winner wins, yada, 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 won. And then the next week, a situation happened with my mans. He got into some shit and got wounded out here, and I, I skipped it. And my cousin was like, yo, my cousin that was actually here today, he was like, yo, man, you'll see him after, bro. Don't even worry about it. Like, just go in and do this. But I was like, nah. Maybe I had some kind of fear, too. I don't know. But I was like, nah, I ain't doing all that. I'm not trying to stop signed to them dudes. Like, feeling myself, you feel me? So, um, yeah. Do you regret that shit, or? Not really, not really, because everything happens for a reason. Like, if it was, for me, if it was meant for me to be up in there, I would have made it, but, you know, God, it was just not my calling. This is what I was meant to do. Like, I did it my way, like, because I started thinking about it in my head, like, damn, if I sign over here, will I have to wear this? Will I have to make this type of music? And it was just something that I wasn't, I was real firm on, like, nah, I'm not trying to be on the fucking stage fucking shaking and and doing all kinds of crazy dances and shit like that's just not me so everything happens for a reason i'm happy for what's going on right now to come in these spots like crate diggers and tear shit up you know gradually well not really gradually but you know just get my feet wet and people just around the small crowd just in here feeling me i can look around the the room engage the uh the expressions and know i'm doing my thing you feel me so
1: but you still talk with it with about such love. Like it's not like you lost like a passion for it. That's cool to see after all. Yeah, that. like
0: I don't I don't I don't think I'ma ever lose the passion for the simple fact, like I've always been a writer. You feel me? Like um when I was going to school in PS ninety two in Brooklyn, I remember I did an essay. And I was just, mind you, I wasn't even writing nothing crazy. I was just like doodling and shit. Like I thought I was, but the teacher got up in the, in, in the front of you, uh, um class and she was like, oh my God. I I couldn't believe what I read. Like this is on a high school level. Then I go to high school and the teacher's telling me my writing is on a college level. So regardless, I was gonna always have a passion for writing. I just, you know, brought it to the mic and did my thing. First instrumental I spit to was Black Girl Lost by Nas. On it was written. And after that I never looked back, you feel me? When
1: you cause you were saying maybe you didn't get it because you weren't like grinding Hard enough, whatever. were which, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. when did you make the decision that you were just gonna like go all in the Rock Marcy shit? But really, like, because you were saying it's kind of happening quick now. Mm-hmm. I guess I was it with Umbrella or was it like
0: Nah? It was before. It was before Umbrella. Um, what you said it was when Iron Mike around that time. I'll say this: like, I had put an EP out called the Jack Johnson EP, and um. It got like a little, you know, lukewarm reception. But there was one particular record on there that everybody was feeling. So I was like, damn, maybe I should start, you know, continue doing this. Then I dropped another EP and that got a night nice, a, a more reception. Then you got the, the dudes like, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with Packer. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one on YouTube that posts all the underground shit. You put your shit on, you on Packer, you done made it in the underground. You feel me? But he posted, I didn't even ask him, didn't hit him. And all of a sudden I'm on YouTube one day and I'm like, oh, I type my name. Of course, you got to search your name to see what's going on. I'm like, oh shit, Packer picked my shit off. So then that's when I was like, all right, I, I got to really go now. And then Iron Mike. Iron Mike was crazy because I was actually working on a completely different project before I started Iron Mike. And then things stalled with that project. And, um, me and my engineer one day, shout out to my man, Scott, we was in a studio and he was like, yo, you can't just sit and wait for, um, your man to, to do what he's doing. You're going to have to, you know, do something in the time being. I was like, all right, I got a couple, you know, bars written. I got some beats. Let's start working on this project. I wasn't expecting it to do what it's doing now, like to put me out there. So once that happened, I was like, all
1: right. What do you think's different about it now? Looking back at like, as far as the, uh, iron mic. Yeah what's different about it like why do you think that like looking back because you said you didn't create it thinking it was going to be anything special Mm -hmm. have you thought about why it's special now going back
0: going back to it you know just listening to the shit i was saying like lyrically i think it's one of them projects that the lyrics and the beat everything or the instrumental everything just lines up perfectly um but why at that moment of time in your life was that created because I was just sitting around, like I'm not even trying to sound like, oh, I just do this with my eyes closed and no shit like that. But it was just, I, it just felt right when I was divine doing divine intervention. Exactly, types, yeah. like it just started feeling right. Like then the crazy shit. Once we was done with the project, now it was time to you know implement the skits in there. So I got a bunch of you know I was watching Mike Tyson documentaries that I already watched before, but I was like, let me you know pick certain parts. And then as we put in the the, the pieces together. Certain shit starts happening in the instrumentals. Like one point, we um, there's a song on there called "Obese." My engineer, we had the tracked out version of it, so my entra- engineer took the drums off. And there's this part that it goes like "ding," like it sounds like fear, like yeah. it's Mike Tyson. Like you could picture Mike Tyson standing there, just looking at you and hearing that sound, and it just being some crazy shit, like "oh shit," and everything just started flowing cohesively. And I knew. Even though I was like, "Damn, I kind of rushed this," but I knew for a fact, I was like, "Yo, this gonna be, this gonna do some shit right here." Like, you kind of yeah. rushed it too. Yeah, you. that's what I was like, "Yo, I, I swear." Do you think to with you. your other shit, you were holding on to it too long? Yeah, you think definitely, that- definitely that too. Because you start, you know um what's the word i'm looking for you start doubting yourself like yo yeah, yeah this like, podcast started
1: getting big when i stopped preparing questions mm, so weird shit when i just was like free balling exactly. it exactly like,
0: and that's when shit happens it's bro. the
1: natural like you're not trying too hard it's exactly. just coming out how it's supposed
0: to be exactly and it's just it just flowed organically bro and i got yo i got so much music that i'm just sitting on still to this day now that i'm more established in the underground game I might put it out. Like, I was thinking about putting a, a project together called a recap and, like, sprinkling the new joints in there, mm. you know, just to get people uh, acquainted. Like, all your
1: old shit. That yeah, like, like, doing, yeah. like, you
0: know, the iron... For the ones that don't know, do the Iron mics and the Remain Roars and everything that I've dropped and then just sprinkle the unreleased records. That shit would have been crazy. I'm thinking about it now, like, the unreleased joints, that, if, if I drop it as a project, niggas might like it more than a Iron Mike because some of them records was just... Astonishing, bro. But like I said, I started like the greatest hits type. Yeah, shit. like, and I started doubting myself, man. And I just put it in the back burner, and then started working with another producer. Then I started working on Iron Mike, and then the other day I was on because at this time this was when the app Slack was brand new. So my man soon. he's like, yo, let's every record that you got, put it on Slack. I'm like, what the fuck is a Slack, bro? Like, I don't know about no Slack, I just emailed it to you. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, you can make folders and put everything in there. So I was going through that Slack, all the uh, joints that I sent and I'm like, yo, this shit right here is explosive, bro. Like, at some moment I have to put it out. I just don't know when. Cause I feel as though now I'm more advanced than I was at that time, even though everybody be like "Nah, you bugging, but I don't, I got the desire, but I don't. Cause I was like, I, it's so much more fight I can get y'all. Like why well, go back to that? You feel me? So yeah.
1: What about Tyson? I want, cause I, I want to talk about that shit, but mm. I don't want to get too far away I from it you, about you. hearing that. Mm. What about Tyson?
0: What about Tyson? That, made that, me that project? Influ- yeah. Oh, uh, that, um, after I was done with the project, it wasn't even named Iron Mike yet. When I was done with it So I was high as hell One night Like 3 in the morning And I'm like Yo what the fuck Am I gonna name this shit I'm like this shit right here Is so hard I don't know what the name is So As I open Instagram The moment I open Instagram There's a uh, Artist that works with Umbrella He's a part of Umbrella His name is Phyclopsis Shout out to Fick But um As soon as I opened it His The cover was there Like the This actual cover That you see right here Was his paint I'm like Oh shit so I hit him up. I seen that he had dropped it like five minutes before I seen this. So I was like, "Yo, Fick, take that shit down, bro. Like <laughs> I need it." He's like, "What you need it for?" And I was like, "Yo, I'm about to name this album Iron Mike, bro. It makes perfect sense. My mic, my mic hits hard. It's iron. Nobody can break this shit. And I'm a, you know, this is it. Like this is the, this is what God was calling me to do. Again, the divine. Like it just real. like, yeah, for real. I felt like Samuel Jackson and John you Travolta, ever- bro. And the bullets would hit <laughs> him and." He look back, you're like, oh shit! Not one bullet hit me. You feel me? I might get too high and
1: think about this shit too much because people are like, all right, you're thinking too heavy about that mm. shit. But I really hear in your story, and I want people listening to really think about this shit mm. about how the project that to you changed your life in music was one that to you came out rushed. The whole concept behind it came like just from like that. It was because you were doing. You were just going with your gut. Exactly. Kinda. And
0: doing what I love without any restrictions. You exactly, were hard. Like, like, just throwing them out. You know, like, this joint is tough, this joint. And one, taking certain records, but I was like, all right, this cool. Let's go. Cool. Like, let's just put it out. And then, boom. Isn't that? But, like, I really want people to think about yeah. that who are listening. Don't, try and I to, don't You don't have to give it. I mean, of course, you want to put your passion and your, yeah. your uh, dedication in there. But don't try to. Don't do it. Thinking about it like, yo, I need to get on this These Niggas be hitting me up in my DM Like, yo, how you got on this? How you got on that? And I always got to explain it I'm like, yo, all I did was make music And it caught on Like, Copenhagen I remember when I um did the Iron Mike And everybody was feeling it Even though Copenhagen I hit him up before that Prior to that for my last EP And he was like, yo, we kind of booked right now So we can't really do nothing with you And then he hit me once He was yo, I heard the Iron Mike shit, yo Like, let's, let's set up a deal You feel me? And it was because I wasn't trying. Like, I can't say I wasn't trying, but I was, Well,
1: you weren't trying, but you had 20 years of experience under your belt. Like mm -hmm. that's what,
0: what other people, else people need to hear. This shit don't happen overnight, bro. Even when you fucking, even when you having the doubts and, you know, and shit like that. And then you come back, you got to come back. If that's, if it keeps calling you, like if you moving and you just keep hearing rap, bro, rap, bro, don't stop. Like, keep going, bro. Like, you just got to keep going, but don't be trying to chase no bullshit. Like, don't try to chase, no disrespect to Packer, and them, but don't try to chase getting on Packer. Don't try to chase a Copenhagen deal, a fuck rap deal. Uh, it'll all, come naturally. It'll come naturally, like, bro. Just perfect your craft, do what you do out of love, and you'll be straight, bro.
1: Because that's, if you, you either stop
0: or you make it. Mm-hmm. There's literally only two options. And if you stop, and then what always happens is you stop. And then maybe somebody you start rapping with a fucking blow up. That You don't want that shit to happen. That's the type of regret yeah. I couldn't live with. Or you
1: come back, and this is for anything, you come back thinking that the people who didn't stop
0: mhm that's what i'm saying too. it's like
1: you you don't you saying. have to start at ground zero if it's, you know if you from stop scratch. it's the
0: consistency exactly exactly like you just got to keep going bro like i said you don't want to live with that regret knowing mm. that you stopped and you're going to wait, trust me you're going to wake up one day and be like what would happen if i continued rapping bro and you're always going to have that doubt in your head i was i was close to that but
1: I I got mad emotional the other day. Mm. I'll tell this story just because it plays into what we're talking about. I was driving back from Detroit. I was driving back from Detroit, and Conway Reject 2 came on, Mm. Beloved. And that was the first Griselda song I ever heard in 2015. Mm. And I remember hearing that shit literally and pulling over on the side of the street. Mm. And then I'm driving back from just hanging with Benny... I'm on a Conway track now, and I literally started to cry. Like I was like, "Damn, if I never did this shit, like that." What didn't even know what I was doing then, but I knew that shit was gonna mean something to me if I just kept pushing towards what real, it was. Real talk, and look, like you actually was on a, a, a Conway
0: record. Like, yeah,
1: I have an official tra- uh, feature on Earthlings with Jay Skies and me. Oh, on that Oh, that's Conway, crazy! Yo, so. shout out
0: to Jay Skies too, because Jay Skies, I was so shocked when that happened because he heard "Mighty in the Sword." And he hit me on Twitter, on Twitter, and I thought it was like some fucking... I was like, this nigga trying to hack my shit, bro. If I <laughs> click the link and, you know, this will happen for you, we'll give you $10,000. So I wasn't really paying attention. But then I seen through the game, I was like, oh, that's really Jay skis. So he hit me, and he just told me, like, yo that's a good project that you put together. And mind you, I think it was right around the time he was dropping the uh, big ghost joint. Great project. Yo, and I was like, I'm going to go check it. Mind you, I always, I seen the cover and shit with the... I was <laughs> I was intrigued by the cover already. But, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. As an underground artist, as, as far as I'm concerned, you got to really do something to catch my attention. Like, because I'm so focused on, you know, perfecting my own pen that you got to do something to catch my... uh in order for me to be like Alright let me listen to this So I checked his shit out I'm like yo He is fucking tearing this shit up. If you're like, talking about
1: Penn Yeah like that's yeah, why I like nasty. you It's like he, he just some Writes some crazy, crazy shit And yeah. mind you
0: He had the um, They had a freestyle I want to say L.A. Leakers But I'm not sure It was him and Conway
1: Yeah L.A. And, leakers They had one Yeah, yeah. And he
0: Conway let him spit first And that nigga was just Going off I'm like oh shit this nigga right here, is serious. Conway is getting a nice little art, art arsenal going on. I think he got another shorty named Seven. The yeah,
1: love the genius, love the genius, but it has yeah. a seven. Inch. She was just on the pod. She's crazy. Yeah, too. she's
0: dope, yo. I like her. I like what she's doing. Her flow is different. It still. It reminds me also. It's like MC Lightish for me, yo. Yeah, and she's Lightish just is
1: dancing on the beat. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Like just there's a joint that she had. But you she was do that. That's why car. I love
1: obese. Yeah, oh, appreciate it.
0: Appreciate it. it. It just comes to me. People be like, yo, what makes you write some of the shit you do? And I'm like yo I do what the beat tells me Like a lot of people go um, Approach records where They're like what I gotta say But sometimes if you You'll know when the beat is right Because the beat will just start talking to you Before you start talking to the beat And you'll be like yo It'll just start flowing True Cypher A producer that I'm working with right now He just sent me a whole shit of beats And there's one that As soon as I heard it Like The shit just started flowing I knew what to say I had a hook ready And everything and it, it, that's just how it be, Where do you bro. think that comes from? I guess repetition, like, you know, consistently doing it and um just having a good ear. Like I pick good beats, I think, you know, and I've always had the ear for you know a beat that I'm feeling like, yo, this one, you know, uh shakes shit up when you hear. It, you feel me? So it's just from having a good ear. Like that's the only way I can explain it. Yeah. I think I got the good ear. Like if I don't rap. I can A and R, bro, and I can bring a motherfucking some hits. You feel me? Like, oh, that's it right there. You need to hop on that right there.
1: Do you saying that? And this goes back to what we were talking about. Really, do you really like when you see your future? Do you see yourself in like being a rapper, or do you see yourself behind the scenes?
0: Ah, another good question. See, Buck, you on your shit, man. But <laughs> they um,
1: wonder why I get, yeah, why I, I like get just, listeners. But it's a, it's a certain
0: interviewers that you just you just um. It just becomes a conversation. It ain't like it's forced. You feel me? So shout out to you. What was the question again? Because you just caught me off guard with that one.
1: Do you you really see yourself like being a rapper in the spotlight or do you see yourself behind the scenes?
0: I mean, I see myself being a rapper for a good maybe three, four more years, but about the fifth year, like, yo... First of all, you know, I'm getting old, and I know everybody's going to be like, oh, age ain't got nothing to do with it, but I'm about to have my first seed, bro. Like, I got so much to deal with, and um, at some point, I want to, you know, um, make a dream for somebody else that's nice because that's, at the end of the day, that's what happens. Like, there's so many dope MCs out there right now that we've never heard of, but, you know, and some people hear of them, but they don't want to give them advantage. So if I can catch somebody that's really fucking dope and I can be like, yo, I can help you, bro Like, they might just be nice as far as rapping verses But I'll be like, yo, I'll, t- I'll teach you the ropes I have no problem, you know, giving niggas the, the knowledge, bro Some people, you know, they get this shit and they want to, you know, fall back But I want to be able to uh, establish a label Honestly, I want to ghostwrite, you know I heard the other day, um
1: Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by The Basement Of Brooklyn music studio that specializes in industry quality engineering mastering and mixing Uh, some notable names that have worked there are buck wild joey badass flea lord rome streets it is a private smoke friendly studio that has top-notch staff and equipment make sure to check them out at the underscore basement underscore bk they're an amazing studio that everyone should check out uh, they get the bucked up stamp of approval. You can follow them on Instagram at the underscore basement underscore BK. Let's get back into it. For one hit. Mm-hmm. So what is, and this is going to sound whatever. I love every artist that's under the umbrella. I like, I love, but I don't, what is it? Like, how did it start? What is your, mm. what is like?
0: Yo, it started for me um a little bit after, A little bit after Iron Mike, um, the producer that I was working on a project with, out of nowhere, he hit me and was like, Yo, I got some dope artists that's, um, they're nice, bro. Like, you need to listen to them. They're thinking about starting a collective. Who started it? Pro and Snotty started it. I guess they came up with the name before I got there. So, and at that time, I was like, Yo, bro, I'm not trying to join no group because I know how groups be, bro. Like, you know, everything will be good for a little while But eventually, you know, egos play a role And, you know, you know, people might not, you know, stay grounded Or people might just drift and, you know, do something different But um, I heard them spitting The first person I heard spitting was Pro And he was sitting in his crib And I was like, yo, he nice Then I heard Snotty And then I heard Mick And I was like, yo, this shit is, can be a movement Because it's not like one person is better than the other person Like everybody over here nice So they'll definitely help me to inspire my pen to keep or motivate my pen to keep going. So yeah, I was like, fuck it. I'm rocking with them, bro. And that's the rest is history. As you know, we hear now.
1: Talk yeah. Cause when it. I, R- Jay Royale was one of my first guests, like rap guests on the podcast. And that was before he was even a part of it. So when I saw that, it was like, Oh, I love everything that's going on, especially people being from all over. But I didn't like understand what it was mm-hmm. in the beginning.
0: Yeah, yup, yup, a lot of people I mean, people just was enjoying the music And then the uh, the curiosity began Where like, people was like What is Umbrella? Like, y'all a label? Y'all a group? Like, and it's not even necessarily like we're a group We all are individual MCs But we just brought our um, But you all fuck
1: with each other Exactly, is- like,
0: that's just how it was Like, pro heard me Pro was like, you nice Mickey heard me Mickey was like, you nice Snotty a couple of them already knew about me due to Iron Mike, but everything just worked itself, excuse me, everything just worked itself out, man, and we pushed each other's pen to the limits these days. Pro just hit me the other day talking shit in the DM, like, yo, you know we about to kill shit, right? You better be ready, and I'm like, I'm ready. I'm always ready, you feel me? So Yeah, yo. but I
1: think that's what you kind of need. Like, that's what I like about music is I think now it's about, finding as much music as possible, not, like, holding on to a small amount of music. Mm. So when I find a group, I'm like, oh, shit, I get to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I get to listen to this. I get to you go back to and listen to that. But let that, me ask
0: you something. Does your... When you listen to so much, does your... um, uh, What's the word? I'm looking, your attention span for the project that you was listening to, does it continue to stay there, or are you on to the next project? I'm on to the next project unless... Shit is like
1: really special to me. Yep. Um, yep. like fucking with Iron Mike, I love that album. But I'll the second half of that album, mm,
0: it gets like that, like and the I fu- don't
1: even. And I love the whole thing. I don't mm-hmm. want, but I, that no, second half, I would just play over and over again. And I don't know why, but that connected to me. That's what's up. And man. it's like that's kind of how I feel about music. Is maybe there's more of it. But if something's really special, I'll You're connect to it. it cause, oh, Real but shit, I'm cause also not I'm horrible at remembering lyrics now. Before yeah, I could remember too. lyrics, but now I can't.
0: Even my own lyrics, I'm like, Fuck. I gotta listen to records over and over and over again. It's the weed, bro. The weed. It is the weed. Yeah, we But to I, I can remember now, but I can remember
1: weed. my stand up. That's the thing. Yeah. But I do have just like emotional connections to certain projects. Mm. Like, all right, let me ask you a question. I mean, that's, that's what I'm... But, like, mm-hmm. do you... Now that you've been in music so long, do you get emotional connect- attachments to
0: albums, even of though course. you've been
1: doing it for so long?
0: Of course, of course. I don't I necessarily... I don't want to say... It Maybe it's kind of emotionally attached, but I'm more so... I just, I pay attention and I'm gauging I the I hope music. you know what
1: I mean when I say that. Yeah, I'm I know not what you're saying. saying I know exactly like... what
0: you're saying. But for me, especially my competitive side, of course I listen to it from the perspective of a fan and it attaches with me. But my competitive nature, like, yo, this right here is shifting the culture. So I got to do something to push it even more further. I got to better this one. That's my mindset for the most part these days. But yeah, there's albums that definitely connected with me on an emotional level. Like even when I'm going through certain shit. I throw it on to make me feel good, you feel me? So, are you a fan
1: of anything as much as you're a fan of music?
0: No. Nah. No. The closest thing to that is probably like watching basketball and boxing. Like those is the things that you know, I'm um I always pay attention to, but nothing beats music. Like I wake up in the morning and if a producer, if I before I sleep, a producer sent me a record, I'm like, yo, I know in the morning. That's the first thing I'm doing. I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> but that's the first thing I'm doing. So um, yeah, that music is all, bro. I'm writing music when I'm at work. I'm writing it when I'm, I'm, I got an instrumental on as I'm smoking on my way home, like and spitting, freestyling, you know i'm checking yeah. who's the what whatever what's the new music the new the new shit out there like it's just everything for me oh as far as me just living life music is a a real big part of my shit you yeah. can hear it when i spit man uh, you can
1: definitely hear it when you spit yeah, no, the reason no, i no. ask is because like in the boxing and basketball i get it like mm-hmm. i love rap i love music like I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to do this and do what with, without that. But I'm a comedian and I love mm-hmm. comedy that much. Mm-hmm. So it's like a weird balance in my brain, mm. and it's kind of hard. Like I, I have to like focus on, on what I'm gonna game, put my know? time into. Real so sick. I wonder, you know, if other people have that kind of. I mean. But if you're fully focused on one thing, that's great because mm. then you don't have to like have an argument in your mind.
0: Nah, yeah, it's just for me, it's just music, bro. Like, are you, ha- do you like your own shit? Yeah, of course, of course. I'm, I'm my biggest critic, so I'm always going back and listening to my shit and critiquing it. And even like today, like, even when I'm spitting, like when I fucking catch myself stumbling on a word, I'm like, damn, I gotta fix that shit, bro. Like, I can't be doing that supply and demand three about to come up so I can't be up there stumbling and it's small my new shit but I'm just that hard on myself you feel me so
1: you have to be Mm -hmm. I have this weird thing in my head where and I've talked about on the podcast but it's like I'm so you said you're harshest critic I'm that, and I feel like if I wasn't I would never be happy with it Mm. And that's the funny thing about us going back to the earlier part of the conversation about just putting shit out. Cause that's the fine line you have to have exactly. is like, you have to be, you ha- can't like your stuff enough to keep wanting out, do yourself, but you have to like it enough that you're just going to put it out without like holding
0: and on to on, it. Too yeah. I, I was just got out that, the habit of finally saying to myself, like, yo, just put it out. Like, you know, and sometimes you might stumble when you put it out. Like, my project after Iron Mike, I'm not going to say I stumbled, but my project after Iron Mike, it didn't get the reception that I thought it was going to get, you feel me? But at the same time, I'm like, fuck that, bro. I'm going to keep oh, it. Ain't, it didn't catch. Maybe they didn't. I was looking at it like maybe it didn't make its way to as many people as it was supposed to because now people hear it and they come back and be like, yo, that shit was mean, you feel me? But my mind is like, nah, I didn't get the reception that I thought it was going to get. Why do you think that is? Just competing, competing with myself, yo, like just trying to outdo myself. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, why do you think it didn't get the reception that you wanted it to? get? I don't know. Like, uh, maybe it just didn't make it to a lot of people. Maybe people wasn't feeling it. It can happen. Cause you got people that was feeling it. You got people that probably was like, eh, it was, all right. You feel me? It's possible. I don't know. I'm not out. Do you there get
1: like- shit online? Like, do you look at that shit? Like, like, all right, that, that's a bad question. Let me mm. rephrase that. Mm. When if you get a negative comment, does it affect you?
0: Nah, I look at it. Sometimes you'll you see them. I'm, I'm look at it. It is. What Trust it me, is.
1: I get a good amount of them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, if it if it happens, it is what it is. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to you know DM somebody and be like, "Yo, what you say?" That's I'm what they going to see you. Like that's what they want. I know that, and that's why I, I'm not going to fall because that's exactly what they want. They want to be like, "Oh shit, he responded." I catch yeah. that shit. Like I see what was going on. Like, would you say the same shit to me if we were, you know, face to face? You'll be more nice of, like, yeah, you know, your music was okay, I, I liked it. You won't just come out and blow, like, yo, this shit was trash, bro, the fuck out it. You yeah. ain't doing all that. It's, it could be confrontational if you do all that, so you know better than that. But I don't let it get to me, you know. Like, I just okay, cause you're your harshest critic. Like, mm-hmm. What are they like, gonna, okay, Yeah, if you, that's how you feel. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes motherfuckers just be saying shit just to get a reaction, bro. It's life.
1: This is Do you Are you Are you spiritual Are you religious Cause uh,
0: uh, Spiritual in a sense But I'm not You're a fuck With hallucinogens Or anything Nah I haven't I haven't taken it To that level yet Which ones are you Speaking on any of them, I I have like PTSD because I was talking about
1: DMT with him oh, from BSF, mm. and he got so weirded out that he left the podcast early. <laughs> yeah. We're good now; you can watch the clip online. Yeah, We're I've, good heard, now, but... I've heard
0: Mike Tyson. As a matter of fact, yeah, talking see, nobody. that's why I
1: want. That's literally why I wanted to ask because mm-hmm. you have the. Iron Mike thing, you I, have the... I heard the, him talk about
0: it, and I'm like, yo, it sounds, you that's know... That's what made me
1: start the podcast, was a DMT trip.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So you just had a trip <laughs> in the, the fucking I was in a really
1: dark place, mm-hmm. and then I did it with, like, a shaman. Oh. And um, when I came out of it, I was like, I know what I need to do, and mm. the next week I started the podcast. So it pretty much
0: gave you some clarity.
1: Yeah. I thought... If you don't want to get weird with it, like, you don't want to get spiritual, religious, it's like you deal with a near-death experience. Mm. It's like a hallucinogen that gives you a near-death experience where you see the light, and then you come, you come back, back, and damn. you're like, all right, I'm going to deal with my shit now.
0: And that's the shit that, like, when Tyson was explaining, it was like, damn, bro, it didn't sound too pleasing, but... It's not, like, fun. Like, that's why you can't, like...
1: You gotta abuse be in a it yeah. yeah like you have to like do it in like a spiritual way mm.
0: like sitting a uh, fucking circle <laughs> yeah like you have shit. like
1: i had some guy giving like a positive chance and shit while yeah, i do it. Did it yeah calm
0: you down and shit yeah that's it sounds like an experience
1: but i i don't know it is weird like i get that it's mm. weird but i was just wondering
0: i've never i mean because you heard
1: tyson talk about it of course Yeah, i've
0: heard it and it sounded trippy but I mean, my boy, a couple of my boys be like, yo, you wanna try shrooms and shit like that? I I like my L's, bro. Like, but if you catch me in the right, you know. Last supply
1: and demand, they had mushroom tea given out to everybody. Right. Yeah. That's
0: crazy. Maybe I'll try it in that sitting. That's gonna be, I'm so excited for that. Real shit, real shit. It's a pleasure them having me on there and having the crew on there, man. And trust me, we coming to tear shit up. I'm gonna have some music before that too, so. Pardon me, I'm a little hoarse, but yeah, I'm going to have a little music uh, before that too, a new little project, so we coming to fuck shit up. I was just talking to Royale about that shit in the back. He was like, bro, we got to fuck that shit up. That shit is like the Super Bowl of the underground, so yeah. Was that your, in New York, what was it, last week, two weeks ago? Oh, the Chelsea Music Hall. Was that your first show altogether? Nah, not altogether as far as uh, in life, but as far as the year, that was my first show. And that got cut short Like My set got cut short I only got to do like Two records And then um They shut the venue down Because they had a bunch Of other opening acts Shout out to Bub Styles Yo he did his thing Shout out to John Creasy He did his thing Bub Styles is there On the podcast He's crazy Yeah he did his thing Like they They performed in a way That uh I'm like, yo, even uh, what's the dude named Dusty Reynolds? They just had their whole shit down packed the way they were supposed to do their shit, and they they tore it down. So shout out to them, too. That's cool you saying that,
1: like Sky Zoo saying the shit about you. Mm-hmm. There's this comedian, Brian Glowacki, who, uh, sh- shout out him. He's dope. I've done some a lot of shows with him recently. He's mm. given me a lot of good looks. But he gave this thing where he's like, you don't have to pull someone up with you. But just like send the elevator down. That's exactly. what he said. And I understand and that fully,
0: bro. Like, yeah.
1: Like you don't need to help me out, but like just give me a, mm-hmm. give me it's, a if if I'm ready for the situation, mm-hmm. just give me a, a, a little nod or a There's little. It's nothing leg. to show
0: love. Like I'm 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 secure with myself, so I know what I'm doing. You feel me? And I don't have no problem showing somebody love, especially if I really dig something that you're doing. Like
1: yeah. It's and nothing. that's what it's all about because it's all about energy. Like, you can tell when someone's trying too hard mm-hmm. or when someone's not about it. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to be. Like, again, it goes back to the just being natural because when you go in situations like, man, am I even going to talk about this right now? All right. I'm not going to say names. There was someone at this event mm-hmm. who was trying to promote a platform mm-hmm. and he was what. As he's walking in, he's telling people like, do this so I can look cool in this video. It's like, you're trying to come in and be like, and then as he's leaving, he about, he's about to say, oh, I'll hit you up. A buddy goes, so I'll be hearing from you. It's like, no, you won't, motherfucker. <laughs> like, be cool. Like, just be, Like, he literally stopped himself to say a more dickhead thing. thing yeah, like, I feel
0: you. Yeah, some people, they feel as they got to do, you know, a lot when you don't got to do anything, bro. Just be yourself. Chill out. Relax.
1: What do you think? All right, let's get more on positive. I was. I don't mean to talk shit about people. That was my mm-hmm. fault. But, like, what do you think it is about, like, groups, like, the umbrella, like, popping out or like, you know, these groups were, mm-hmm. do you think it is that so much music that people can find? Is it that people are pushing each other to be better?
0: I don't think, I don't know. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't know if that's how the love is, is received out there. I'm not sure. I mean, in certain instances, you know, you get people that, you know, got a name and they'll reach out and, and, and fuck with you. But I couldn't tell you, bro, like the ones that fuck with me, they fuck with me. Uh What anybody else is doing, they don't want to show love. It is what it is. You feel me? Like, yeah. I'm going to always show love. If I fuck with your shit, I'm going to fuck with you. shit. Fuck with your shit. If I don't, you're not going to hear a word from me, I guess.
1: Why, why did you say yes? You said that you just fucked with the music, but you were saying that you didn't want to be part of a group. Repeat that. Why did you say yes to being part of the umbrella when you, like, didn't want to be part of a group, other than, like, you just liked their music?
0: I don't understand the question necessarily.
1: Like, damn, I might be too stoned, but I mean Yeah, I'm getting... that's
0: the thing too. I'm like, my shit going like this, but yeah.
1: No, I mean like you didn't you said you didn't want to be part of a group. hmm But the umbrella was a good choice for you. hmm Why was that a good choice?
0: Oh, that's a good way. Um because it was just MCs that I respected they penned, like and who they were as people, like I chopped it up with Pro, chopped it up with Snotty, and chopped it up with Creasy you know, shopped it up with everybody, and we was just on the same time. Like, we all trying to, you know, reach to levels that we've never attained, and it'll work better if we did it as a collective, bro, and just had that respect for each other, and we kept it pushing. Like, I never wanted to do the group thing at all, but just the way that they, you know, showed me love, it felt like me getting love from my homies. So I was like, I got to fuck with these dudes, and... Like I said before, we all pushed each other's pen into the limit, so it all worked out, bro.
1: And it does. Oh do you? I am fucking stone. <laughs> this shit's fire. Do what you? What kind of butt is that? This is Mandarin cookies. Mm. This is from Maine. I, I brought that this one up. Shit
0: from yeah, nah, this shit's crazy. Do you guys have a plan? Yeah, we um. The idea right now is next year for us to finally all come together and put a project together, you feel me, like, you know, put all our side projects, all our own individual projects to the side and get down in that studio with the producers that's a part of the, the label, maybe a couple producers that's not a part of no, the, I said the label, the crew, I meant to say the crew, get with some producers that's not necessarily a part of the crew, but they show the crew so much love and we just put some shit together, bro, like let everybody here as a collective, they respect our pens individually. Let them see that we can all put a cohesive project together and tear shit up. You said you have another project coming before mm-hmm. supply and demand? Yup. I got a uh, project with my man, True Cypher. Shout out to him. Um, I'm thinking about making it like eight to 10 records. I'm, I'm not going to give the name yet, you know, but the, uh, the concept is off of, um, a manga comic. Is a uh I don't know if you ever heard of the professional, but he was like an assassin that was paid to just do hits. So I'm approaching it where I'm the assassin and true true cypher is the person that's putting the hits out there, and the hits is the actual music, the actual instrumental. Oh and I'm crazy. killing the shits. You feel me? Y'all gotta think like that. Change y'all y'all way of thinking up, do something different. But are you a big manga fan? I'm a. I watch anime. I watch. have just say, been getting into anime. Yeah, honestly, really. I'm yeah. more. I'm more the old school anime, like the ones where. Because I used to draw a lot when I was younger. Also, you know, sometimes I'll try to re- pick up my pen and or pick up my pencil and sketch some shit. But really, I'd love to see some of your art. Yeah, I got you. I'll send you some, man. Uh, we take my number before we leave, and I got you. But uh, yeah, I did some. Um, I got some pieces. and I used to always just like the detailing of the anime shit. And um, I fell in love with that first. As See, a, all
1: right. So you like art, too. And I asked mm-hmm. you if you had any other passions. If you've been drawn since you were a kid. Yeah, but I and don't... You're, and you're basing your album off a off of manga that, I guess that just, deep into it. I'm not going to call you out, but I'm a nah, little bit calling you out. But you it's up. Just,
0: I just, I guess it's, I'm not somebody that... uh. I don't draw as much as I used to. Like, it wasn't something oh. I was like, but you
1: appreciate Whoa.
0: it. Yeah, of course. Like, I, I don't
1: rap, but I appreciate it. I feel it. you,
0: but like, yeah, like, pretty much that's what it, it was. It would
1: be corny as fuck if I just started rapping. Like, yo, if yo, I tried to drop a project, bro.
0: That would be
1: corny <laughs> as hell. Have you ever tried to rap before? <laughs> like, with friends, like, but never Trait, seriously. Yeah, yeah, like, I when you. I was in high school, mm. like, they, I had two friends who really wanted to rap. Mm. And it sucks because I tell them to do it, and I can help them, but now they're too past. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Mm. It's like I have something that if you really wanted, I have a platform for you. They're like, nah. And I would. I always told them I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll I'll freestyle with you a little bit, but I'm a comedian. Like, it would Mm. just be about the funniest shit I could
0: say. Like, always, you you know. I feel you. Did you do you ever? uh Get in front of your friends and you know do your sketches in front of them to get their receptions. oh Oh, one hundred percent. But and actually, I would like test jokes out without. I still
1: do that. Like say a joke in conversation, and if it, the person laughs, I'll be like, "All right, I'll try that, that on stage." Right here, but exactly. because if I go, "Hey, I'm about to tell you a joke," you're gonna be like, <sighs> "Waiting for I'm it." Waiting for but if off. I just like yeah, it slip out. it into the conversation. Like mad funny, we were talking about the natural, googling your the natural name. natural reaction if when you do it that way. Yeah, you were talking about googling your name mm-hmm. way before, and I had to say this. I'm remembering now. I Googled my name once, mm-hmm. and there's one Sam Buck that's more famous than me. And really? if you Google this, you can find this out. Mm-hmm. There's a Forbes article called The Next Big Gay Country Star, Sheesh. Sam Buck. Jeez. I'm like, God damn it, bro. <laughs> and he's from Massachusetts, too. Oh, and I'm really? like, I got to get more famous than this dude, bro. Oh, like, I can't, famous. I can't be... The lesser known, yeah, Sam Buck to the a next one big right there, country bro. star, bro. Yeah,
0: you—that's a harsh one. You got to keep going, bro. Get your shit really to classic material, so you be the the first one when you pipe you uh, type this shit up.
1: Would you ever do your own album cover? Draw your own album cover?
0: I thought about it before. Uh, you know what? Everything is so digital these days, like. A lot of the artists, like I be thinking that they actually sketch it before they do it, but a lot of them will just do it on their computer. So I don't know that. I don't got. You to think teach. that's cheating. Kind of, kind of <laughs> for me personally, because I would rather draw, you know, illustrate it myself first and then get the concept and then I, I boom. But I, you know, I don't, I don't mind nobody doing it. You feel me? It's yeah. all kinds of art that's out there, collage art and all that shit, too. So everybody got their own uh, unique way of presenting the art. So I can't. I can't front you. you no,
1: nah, I feel you. It's all. I. It's like people who can make music or make a funny video, whatever, make music, make a funny video, make anything online. But then when you see them in person, they're trash. Mm-hmm. Or like someone who's really funny on TikTok and then they can't you make can't an make audience show, laugh. Or like that. someone who's really good at like making a rap song online and then you see them perform and, and you're, you're like, like what mm. the hell is
0: that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be who you say you are when you out. In, in reality, and also you got to
1: work on everything. You got to work on all your crafts, man. We got baked. We had a performance today. We That's got a performance. That's why I'm a little boss right now. Like my shit is, it's hurting. And we got another performance. Supply and demand. I hope mm. everyone comes out, man.
0: Yo, you want to take you? You, you, t- you telling any jokes? Yeah, on that I'll shit? be
1: telling. I have a list that I did today of stories that, about rappers mm. that like that I've had, and none of them are like. They're all true You're and no all names, all like, You better be I,
0: careful Cause no, even uh, if you don't say a name If a rapper hears about it They'll remember it in their head And they'll have it in their head Like wait till I see Sam bro But you all know? these people
1: are my friends Okay that's point, good that's I would good never too. talk trash About someone I didn't have like oh, okay uh, I feel, you. I feel per- you And these aren't talking trash These are true stories Most mm. of them are on camera Cause they're on the podcast oh, Are you actually saying The rappers names Yeah 100% Oh okay okay that I have a story about Crime Apple mm. Ito Rome, mm. Conway, mm. <laughs> <and all. That's laughs> but you yourself. can watch that shit on on I got camera. You. you
0: got you got actual footage on YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll check you out, bro. Yeah, sure.
1: that's what I record all this shit. Like the video go out and everything, and then people listen to the
0: audio too. Yeah, I got you. Man, thank you for doing this. It was an honor because I'm a having real me, fan. Bro. Bro. I appreciate you, man. Of course, y'all make sure y'all add supply and demand. Three August 27th. A, I'll be Bob hosting. Messiah. Umbrella, V
1: Don, Willie the Kid, Umbrella, uh, create a bunch of people. Word. Peace out. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Right. Right. Hey yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah
0: hey yeah